Hey, it's the Heath Mulligan Project. We've been gone for a while. Yes. Uh, since May. I think May was the last time I recorded anything. So welcome back. Um, the short version is, a lot's happened since I recorded last time. Uh, a lot has happened. So I don't know where to begin. I'm heading home. Um, went to see a play today in uh, Pendleton. The Wiz Jr. with a friend. And uh, that was cool. It was a lot of fun. Then I just finished getting groceries for the week. And was just riding home. And uh, uh, something hit me that made me want to hit record. Um, because I, I really feel like... When I started this podcast, it was uh, to let everybody know that I was okay. Um, when I was, <clears throat> especially in the thick of things, you know, hitting record every day was just, um, it saved me a lot of days. Uh, I don't know how else to put that. And so many people you know, reached out to me, even just the other day, hey, you did a podcast, and it was, like, it's been May, people, so, this is, this is what I thought about, and, and, and I think, you know, maybe somebody needs to hear this, um, I'm driving home, listening to some Hootie and the Blowfish, um, some music off their new album, and, uh, there's this, there's this part, and you know, I'm listening to the song, and um, just thinking about some things in life, and there, there are times when it just hits me that Karen is gone. It just hits me out of nowhere. And sometimes I, you know, sometimes I tear up, sometimes I don't, but there's always this uh, wave of grief. And I think what happens a lot of times is we often internalize things um, to where maybe we think about them, maybe we don't, but then there are these moments like today when I was kind of, I found myself outside of myself, if that makes any sense. And it was like, it, it occurred to me, like, I don't think of myself as a man who, and, and this is, and this is exactly what I thought. I don't think of myself as a man who lost his wife. I don't think like, so when I had that thought, it was the wording. I haven't lost my wife. I know where my wife is. And it hit me that I, I this whole year I'm in a season of life where I am trying to find the right vocabulary and I'm trying to word things the right way especially in regards to, to Karen um, I don't like to say 
that Karen died. I don't know. I just don't prefer that word. It's, 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 I don't know. I don't know why it's just a thing, a quirk. I typically will say, you know, Karen passed or when, you know, when Karen passed and, um, but I don't think I've ever used that phrase. I lost my wife. Cause I don't, I don't believe that. Like I said, I know where she is. Like when I think of losing something, there's this panic. There's this franticness and there's this there's this hope that you can find in the short term and uh, I know I'll see Karen again and um, I just have great hope in that and I know a lot of people don't believe in God, they don't believe in heaven, they don't believe in the afterlife, Um, but I do, and that gives me, it gives me great hope that that Karen's spirit is not just kind of out in the, you know, it's not out just out there floating somewhere and wandering and not knowing what to do, like, she's in a specific place doing a specific thing with specific people. And, uh, so I haven't, I haven't lost my wife. Um, and maybe you're, maybe you're out there. And and by the way, it's not just sad things I'm trying to find the vocabulary for. Some of you will get that. Some of you will not. Uh, just... Just trying to find the words. Trying to find a way to explain things that really can't be explained. Um, but you, maybe you're out there and, and you're in that spot. And there's some uncertainty. Or there's doubt. Or there's pain or there's grief. Or it could be a million things. And you just don't have the words for it. And you are searching and you just don't know how to verbalize any of it. And I just want to tell you, that's okay. That's perfectly all right. And anyone who is expecting you... To perfectly formulate feelings you may be having. Now, should we try to verbalize them? Absolutely. But anybody who's like wanting you to get it perfect? Nah. I told a family a few weeks ago uh, that everybody handles grief differently. That grief... It is, it is different for everyone. Even in a family where everybody's lost the same person, it's different. It's a different experience. And I think people try to... People try to tell us how we should be feeling or how we need to be acting or reacting. And I just told this family, I'm like, 
you know, as long as, as long as you're, um, man, as long as you're not sinning, there's no right or wrong way to grieve. It's all different for everybody. As long as you're not, you know, throwing everything away and, um, they're, they're, you know, some people internalize it. Some people need to express it. Some people cry. Some people don't. Um, some people cry. Maybe they just don't cry around you. Maybe they don't cry in public. Maybe, uh, maybe they didn't cry, uh, when everything happened, but when things settled down and the house was empty, that's when they cried. Or that's when, that's when you cried, or that's when I cried. I don't think I've had, um, I don't think I've had an expended, extended period of, of crying, of weeping for Karen. I've had a lot, a lot of little cries because just like today, the feeling hit me. It just hit me. I'm a man whose wife has passed away. And the concept just seemed so foreign to me and it hit me how real it was. And it got me for a moment. And that's fine. And it would have been fine if it had got me for more than a moment. I didn't hold anything back. I didn't hold anything in. That was just me. That's just how I dealt with it. That's how it affected me. Again, there's no there's no rhyme or reason with grief. And what I do know is this. Is that hope joy, all those things, all those really good things that come from above. They come when you least expect it and when you need it the most. And so, you know, as I... I want to be back, you know, it's time to get this podcast up and going, it's not just a podcast, it's a, it's a story, it's my story, and I think it's a story that needs to be told, I think it's a story that can help people, I haven't even touched on anything, I haven't even touched on the plethora of changes and transitions happening for our family. All of which are both extremely exciting, extremely difficult, extremely heartbreaking at the same time. But that's a story for another day. Here's what you need to know. Right now I'm driving home, just crossed over in Oconee County in that beautiful Carolina sky. That Carolina sunset. That sun is dipping behind those trees as I cross the lake. Here's what you need to know. You know what happened this morning? I got up 
and I made my bed. And y'all know, if you listen to this, the sun is up and the bed is made. That is the deal. Now, why is that? Somebody asked me, why? Why? Why do you say that? Why is that your motto? Why is that something you live by? Because here's the thing. Every day, every day, it reminds me, number one, the sun is up. There are things in this life, there are things in this world that are in God's hands. They are out of my control. And there is not a thing I can do about any of them. And I embrace that. I accept that. I cherish that. There are things I don't need to handle. There are things beyond my comprehension. There are things beyond my ability. So I leave that in the hands of the good Lord. The sun is up. And then the bed is made. And what does that remind me? That just as there are things that are completely out of my control, that there are small things in my life that I can control. By making my bed first thing in the morning, right after I get up, I take ownership of my day. I take ownership of my life. I take ownership of my choices. Because for everything I can't control, there's 10 things I can control. I can control my tongue. I can control my attitude. I can control my uh, actions and reactions. And when those two things come together, when the sun is up and the bed is made, anything's possible. Anything's possible. So if you're listening to this and you're hurting, you're grieving, you're clueless, you don't know what the next step is, congratulations. You're in really good company. Because that's where most of us are at. That's where most of us are at. So here's the deal. Maybe you're listening to this. If you saw this on Facebook. You got a question. You got a comment. You got something you need, uh, you want me to pray with you about, feel free. You can comment on this post. You can send me a Facebook message. A lot of you guys have my cell phone number. Absolutely, you can text me. Any, you know, I, I am Heath Mulliken. Heath Mulliken, there, there's only one. It's Heath Mulliken on Twitter. It's Heath Mulliken on Instagram. It's HeathMulliken.com any of those platforms any of those places you message me I'll pray pray with you pray for you would love to encourage you would love to hear your story because we all got a story worth sharing and everybody's story can help somebody else I believe our best days are ahead I believe no matter where you are in life, your best days are ahead. That's why how that's why how I want to live my life. I want to live a life of expectation. I want to live a life of excitement. 
I want to live a life of gratitude. And I have more to be thankful for than anybody listening can ever imagine. I got so much to be thankful for. God has blessed me in so many ways I don't deserve. So, hey, thanks for listening to this. Thanks for your prayers. Thanks for your encouragement. I hope to pay it all back. I hope to pay it all forward. But for now, that sun is up. Oh, actually, the sun's going down. I'm about to get into bed. And that's what it's that's what it's all about. So, hey, have a great week. We'll see you soon.